know, it's like, yeah, um, uh, question, we're coming in for the table of five tonight. Can we get a um, a high chair and a hemorrhoid pillow, please? I'm sorry, sir, what? Uh, yes, a high chair and a hemorrhoid pillow. My buddy here has a pain in his ass, in his rectum, if you will, in a more restaurant-friendly term. I say, yeah, bring, go ahead, bring your, bring your hemorrhoid pillow. So I go, I pick him up. We're driving. It's only like a 10-minute car ride. And throughout the car ride, I, I feel a, like a vibration, like a shaking. Thinking, what the hell is that? Thought I'd take my Hyundai in for the fifth time in two months. I'm like, shit, that's got to be the engine. He said, no, no, it's just my hemorrhoid pillow. I said, what the fuck is this hemorrhoid pill? Show me the damn thing. It's like a, it's like a circular tube. Do you know one of those things you sleep? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, you know, you know what it really compares to. You ever see somebody with like the neck braces around themselves on the airplane to help them sleep? It makes them more comfortable. It's like a circular pillow you put around your neck. It's kind of like that, but just for his ass. So he was sitting on it. So we get in and we sit down at the restaurant. The problem with hemorrhoids is, and I've been doing my research on them, the more you drink, the worse the hemorrhoids get. So we were getting pretty wasted. So the more he was drinking, the stronger he put on the he- the uh, the hemorrhoid vibration pillow. So the waiter comes over to give us the specials of the day. It felt like we were on the fucking Titanic. Just cruising the Pacific. It's like we were on a boat. I swear to you. The table was just rocking back and forth. Like these hemorrhoid pillows are no joke. It just like vibrates the pain out of your ass, I guess. Just bizarre. And the whole time, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I hope this guy doesn't order a bowl of soup. He's going to have split pea soup all over his jeans in a matter of five seconds. So the waiters just listen off the specials of the night, and all you could feel is yeah, we have the uh, the salmon. We also have the prime rib for market. The waiter can't even hear himself think. My like, yeah, sorry, that's the uh, that's the hemorrhoid pillow kicking in there. But yeah, as as the night went along, the more he would drink, the stronger he would crank up the volume. Like the volume and the, the, the power of the pillow. I thought I was going to have to run down the road to CVS to get the guy a new battery. And I was busting his balls all night. I'd never heard of that. You're 31 years old. You got a hemorrhoid problem? It's like passing a kidney stone at 16. It's just, it doesn't, something's not adding up here. Yeah, I've, just, I've never heard of that. It was just a fascinating dinner. Table just waddling back and forth all night. And I was giving him hell. And if karma plays his part, come another year or two, I'm going to be showing up to Sunday dinners just shaking the whole damn joint. Because I got a couple hemorrhoids stuck in my ass. Never heard of that. I got such a kick out of it. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Anywho, moving on. Oh, be darn Grace Ibrahim. I believe it is that. Time, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, tables, car, whatever you can get your fingers on. Just start rattling that thing, Miss Grace Ibrahim. If we could just trouble you for a little bit of a drum roll, please. 
It's the Ask Bob segment. Week by week by week, Tuesday by Tuesday by Tuesday. I tell you folks out there, send them on in. Questions, comments, concerns, submit it into the Ask Bob segment. Get your name out there. Get your question out there. Anything you want to know, fire it away. First question for the Ask Bob segment is coming from the Keystone State, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is from Al Harrington. Now, I saw this question coming to the DMs. I thought it was Al Harrington, who I believe was a power forward. I think he had a stint with the Knicks. Maybe the Timberwolves kind of dabbled around the entire league. He said, oh, shit, look at Al Harrington, friend of the pod. Al Harrington, friend of the pod, by the way. Tim Duncan, friend of the pod. Shaquille O'Neal, friend of the pod. Booger T. Washington, friend of the pod. Steve Nash, friend of the pod. But anyway, I saw this coming from Al Harrington. I said, oh, that may be the NBA player. That's awesome. I go to it in the bio. It's a general manager of Cheesecake Factory, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's like, oh, shit, look at Al. Dabbled into the uh, hospitality industry. It wasn't him. This Al, this Al Harrington's like five foot eight, nice looking young fella. Definitely not the Al Harrington I was talking about. Anyway, Al, great question here. Al asked for the Ask Bob segment. Bob, who are your top five favorite sports personalities or analysts? And I like that question a lot because I I think that whether it's an announcer, a play by play color commentary guy, the Tony Romos of the world have such an impact on how you watch a game. And, you know, also sports personalities, the Stephen A. Smiths of the world and whatnot, it just has a huge impact on how you watch the game, and it can really make or break your watching experience, the entertainment. It really can. So I did a mix between the two. So whether it's a radio personality, anything to do with sports analysts, I did my top five. So starting at number five, last to first, one being obviously the, the main candidate, candidate, the Chick-fil-A of the five, okay? So number five, from worst to best, I got Doris Burke coming in at number five. Doris Burke does the NBA color commentary. This girl is spectacular. Her knowledge of the game, the respect the players have for her, is just unbelievable. And mind you, I'm I'm not putting her top female analyst. Doris can roll with the big guns. Doris is out here balling with the big boys on the color commentary. She is spectacular. Go watch an NBA game with Doris Burke. I could watch the Suns Pistons no problem if Doris is on the ones and twos. She's incredible. Number four, the entire NBA TNT crew. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's not one of the best shows on the planet, I don't know what is. Kenny, Shaq, Chuck, and the boys. That you know What's so great about these guys is they, they have no care in the world what they say, who they're saying it in front of. Cursing, whatever it may be, these guys flat out let it rip. It's the funniest show in sports. They started a show the other day. They didn't even do the introduction. Like, ah, I'm Kenny the Jet Smith and whatnot. It started out 
with just Charles Barkley making fun of Kenny, Kenny the Jet. He was making fun of his feet because his feet were too small. Like they they just aired to the show and it was just Charles Barkley just like you know Kenny I gotta tell you, you got you got some small feet there Kenny look at them little things I'm gonna tell you right now Kenny I got big old feet look at your feet Kenny and then Shaq is making fun of Charles I mean they 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 are the most entertaining show in sports and they make these NBA Thursdays I mean they're meaningless games with no defense whatsoever. You, you you look forward to halftime to, to hearing them talk. It's like they have no regard for being on TV and watching what they say, and it makes it so great, and everybody accepts it. Charles Barkley can say anything he wants, and, you know, in, in, a, in a fragile state that we're living in today, nobody takes offense to it. It's Charles Barkley. He could say something vicious, and you just say, oh, yeah, well, it's Chuck being Chuck. You know, what are you going to do? It's just accepted. You just know. So I got the NBA TNT crew. Moving on from that, number three, I got Jeff Van Gundy. One of my personal favorites. He is awesome. He he tells it how it is. He hates refereeing in the NBA. And all he does for 48 minutes of the game is tell you everything that's wrong with the NBA. And it, it's hilarious. And he gets hot. He gets pissed off. He knows the game. He's knowledgeable. He keeps it entertaining. Him and Mark Jackson together are a dynamic duo. Dynamic. I think they're great together. I got Jeff Van Gundy in the number three hole. Number two, we're going to give this to Chris Collinsworth. Sunday Night Football, one of the best. Which I didn't know what surprised me. Chris Collinsworth was an old, um, he used to play wide receiver. He's like a tall, skinny, white guy. He's the most, he talks like a quarterback. He knows everything about everything. His commentary is top of the line. As the other guys I mentioned, makes the game so much more enjoyable, and you learn. I feel like Chris Collinsworth can teach me the entire Green Bay Packer playbook in a matter of two hours. I feel like I'm learning every single time Chris gets in the booth. Really just one of my favorites. Number one, Cream of the Crop. This is a show. He does a little bit of everything. You know, people, I think, expect me to put Stephen A. Smith in the in the list. I like Stephen A. Smith. I think so much of what he does is an act. I don't think there's any secret about that. But he makes it enjoyable. So people like to give Stephen A. Smith a hard time. Bottom line is, the guy's entertaining. Is he obnoxious at times? Yes, he's extremely entertaining. If first take's on, I'm going to first take. The one spot that I will give over first take in the morning, for the number one spot, I'm giving it to Colin Cowherd. Fox Sports Radio, unbelievable. This guy, he has certain analogies for different things that just blow your mind. He knows everything about every sport. He's entertaining. And he's had an ongoing feud with Baker Mayfield that has gone on the entire NFL season. And it's hilarious. It started before the season got going. Baker came on his show. And Colin doesn't really hold back. Colin questioned a lot of things in like his leadership skills. And knowing Baker, you know, Baker didn't hold back either. And it started this big feud. And I always thought Colin was right about Baker as the quarterback. He did not think that he was that good. You know, small in size, small in frame, accurate, but just can't even see over the offensive line. And just way too cocky for one year in the league. Comes in the second year, shit in the bed. 
Colin Cowherd without a doubt, number one spot. Love that guy. Love that question, Mr. Harrington. Moving on, question two. Here are the Ask Bob segment. This is coming from Bridget Reggie out of Juneau, Alaska. Now, regardless of what this question was, had to take the question because it's coming from Juneau, Alaska. Surprised they didn't send it in by mail. Is there Wi-Fi in Juneau, Alaska? There, Bridget Reggie? Anything that came in from Juneau, Alaska, you got to take it. I think that's awesome. Listening all the way from Alaska, Bridget Reggie says, Bob, for the Ask Bob segment, any guilty pleasures? Who? Um, besides chicken strips at a strip club? Uh, boo. I would have to say, I got a few. I would probably say, like, you think guilty pleasure, like one that that, that you wouldn't really want people to know. I, I don't really care if people know this or not. I'm very open about it. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Kardashians. I get very defensive of the Kardashians. I always have. Because people want to knock these girls all the time. Look, I, I think season 17 was a little bit, it's gone a little bit downhill. I thought 15 and 16, they really brought the heat. 14, I could have done without. But I really do enjoy watching the Kardashians. Look, people want to knock them. And people want to say that the, the Kardashians don't have talent and whatever it is that people say about them. Bottom line is, this family has had a reality show going for 17 years this has been renewed. We're talking 17 seasons. They outlasted Jerry Seinfeld. Okay? These chicks are, are, are surreal. I don't know how they do it. Chris Jenner? She's like Nick Saban of reality TV. She just she just keeps producing and producing. She's got like a farm system, and they just keep pumping out these kids. They're showing no signs of slowing down. I mean, I'm serious. Keeping up with the Kardashians may end up going 100 seasons. I mean, they just keep reproducing. It's unbelievable. They pump out a new kid every month. Every kid that they that they that they bring out is rich, is entertaining, drop dead gorgeous, and they just know how to market themselves. I just think we give the Kardashians way too hard of a time. Yeah, you know, mentally are they a little airy? Yeah, but t- but tell that to to Kylie Jenner who just racked in a billion dollars. She's a billionaire. She was like twenty two. That goes beyond just being pretty, okay? A little bit airy. I'm not gonna not gonna deny that. But lay off the Kardashians. I find them to be entertaining. And so do the other millions of people that have watched for 17 seasons. Who knows? Maybe Bridget Reggie from Alaska agrees. They might be watching the Kardashians in Alaska right now. It's a good show. So yeah, I I, I would put that on my guilty pleasure list. I'm always tuned in. I, I really do. I find them to be very, very entertaining. That's the line of the night. Call a spade a spade. Take one from my father there. Call a spade a spade. The Kardashians are great. 
That's my guilty pleasure there on the Ask Bob Show. Okay, Grace Abraham, that just about does it here. What an absolute pleasure episode 22 was. Moving right along. We really are. Just, just keeping the momentum going. Keeping the people tuned in week after week. We're having a ball, folks. We're happy to have you aboard. I'm happy to have you aboard. Grace is ecstatic to have you aboard. We're having the time of our lives here. Let's keep the ball rolling. Before we really keep the ball rolling, let me go ahead and remind you that the Brinley Dumb Show is brought to you none other than Windex. Whip it, wipe it, clean it, spray it. I put that shit on everything. I leave you with that, folks. Have a phenomenal week. We will see you next Tuesday from Los Angeles, California. Take care now. If you don't know the drill, you sure as hell should buy now. Happy friggin' Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Big Game Bob. Behind the glass, you're looking at the one and only, the heart and soul to the podcast here, Miss Grace Ibrahim. How are we doing today, folks? We're sitting at episode 22, coming in hot. Very hot. Why am I coming in hot? My dad hated last week's podcast. He's the one. He, he I go to him for the review every time because he's so brutally honest. If it's good, he tells me. If it's bad, he tells me. And he did not like episode 21 whatsoever. He thought 19 and 20 were awesome. Not a fan of episode 21. So every every Tuesday morning, he listens to it. He listens to the he, he listens to it, whether he hates it or loves it. He listens to it like three times. 30 minutes, whatever it may be, he'll rerun it three times. He loves it, but he's just, he's like the Simon Cowell of the podcast. He's just always going to be honest with me. I love it. So I called him, and he's always on speakerphone with my mom. They're like, they're always together. Yeah, it's cute. I've been married like 40 some odd years, and they're always on speakerphone together. You don't get one without the other. And my mom always tries to protect me. So I was like, Dad, what did you think of the episode? Wasn't for me, Rob. Just wasn't for me. He's like, I thought the... And my mom's in the back like, Mike, stop that. It was very good. I'm like, Sue, I'm going to say, let's call a spade a spade. Wasn't one of his better podcasts. I thought the sports bit was okay. After that, it went downhill a little bit. Dragged out a little bit. Oh my God, geez, sorry, Dad. So I had to come in hot for this podcast. So we're going to get things kicked off here with our sports segment. Now... I'm going to use this for the sports segment. I went on it. This is this is bizarre. I went on a couple dates with a gal out here from L.A. that I met through a friend of a friend. 
really pretty gal that I, to be quite frank, I got no business being on a date with. You know, people say, I think the word, what do they say, Grace? You outkicked your coverage or something like that. It was one of those. I get it. I understand. As my dad said, call a spade a spade. She had the upper edge on me. But we went on like two light dates. Just to feel it out a little bit. And it was going really good. We had a third. And she prefaced that at the end of the second, she said, I said, there's something I want to talk to you about on the third. We had already confirmed that we were bought into the, the three-day package. First one was good. I said, okay, let's, let's buy out the three-day package here. So after the second date, she said to me, she said, there's something I want to talk to you about on day three. I think she's going to do like the relationship talk or whatnot. So I'm getting all geared up for day three. Go out to day three. And I said, okay, you know, what, what was it that you wanted to talk about? She goes, so there's, there's something that I, I wanted to be pretty open with you about. You know how I had been flying back and forth to Dallas the last couple months? I said, yeah. She goes, well, do you know the Dallas Cowboys? I said, yes. She goes, I'm, um, I'm kind of in like an open relationship with one of them. I said, I'm sorry? With the, 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 Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys? I said, may I, may I ask who? Okay, as I ask that, a text pops up on her phone. She shows me the phone. You ready for this? Dak Prescott. All right, this isn't this isn't a, a a guy on special teams here. I'm dealing with. Okay, all right. This is the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I said you're 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 in an open relationship with Dak Prescott. Meanwhile, we're 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 sharing a bowl of Brussels sprouts right now. Dak Prescott. I said that's fucking incredible, and I thought she was gonna think that I was gonna be mad. Like that, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. She goes, well, oh, wow. She goes, you know, I thought you were going to be upset. I said, upset? What am I going to do? What's the punishment going to be? What am I going to drop him from my fantasy team to make him suffer? You think Dak Prescott gives a shit about me dropping him from his fam- my fantasy team? What am I going to be upset about? I think that's fantastic. Now, moving forward, maybe we could, you know, work out some type of deal where maybe Dak gets you on home games when he's on the road. That's when I come into play. I well, Let's work this out here. I'm very open to options here. Should I hop on the line with Dak and try and work something out with him? It, it, I, I, mean, I couldn't believe it. It was him. It was Dak Prescott. Look, he's not a top five quarterback in the league, but he's on his way. This is the Dallas Cowboys we're talking about. He's not the place kicker here just making sure the laces are out every Sunday. This guy's got to know the whole fucking playbook. This is a starting quarterback here for Jerry Jones. This is amazing. You know, it's kind of like divorced parents where we're kind of splitting time between the kid. You know, you take her on the home games. I'll, you know, I'll get, the, I'll, get it, I'll get it on the road. I thought it was awesome. But then I said, can I just ask you a question? What does Dak Prescott have that I don't? And I was joking. I, I was like totally joking. She goes, well, first off, I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, don't even, don't even go down that road. That was a joke. I don't need to hear the answer to that because, quite frankly, I know the answer to that. I'm not throwing for 300 yards a game every Sunday in Dallas. You know what I do on my Sundays? I go to Factors Deli. I get a spinach omelet. 
whole wheat toasted bagel with cream cheese, have a cup of coffee, and then go watch Dak Prescott on my couch while I drink a couple White Claws. So to be quite frank with you, spare me on answering that question. Yeah, let me, let me, let me go pull around my Honda CRV around Valet right now. Let's get the check and hop up on out of here. Dak Prescott. Now, I, she, she, she admitted that it's, it's an open relationship with him. So I don't think he's going to be changing his, his relationship status on Instagram or Facebook. But I, but, but, I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe we all just go to dinner one night. That'd be kind of neat, no? I'd do like a, like a order of hummus for the table and meet you and Dak just out and about. Do, do they play the Rams anytime soon where he can come this way? Maybe I could find a good deal to Dallas. We can go together. I mean, there's something we could work out. Long story short, haven't heard from her in two weeks. That looks to be the end of that. However, just keep in mind, Dak Prescott has not been playing good football since this occurred. It just, I, I, it, was, it was incredible. It was really him. This is no joke. He popped up on the phone. I see her going to the stadium every weekend. Fascinating. Yeah, what does he have that I don't? She kind of like cocked back in her chair. She goes, well, first off, it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we are not going down that road. Anywho, moving on. You know, Grace, I, I'm just, I'm not big on strip clubs. I, I just don't get it. In all honesty, I, I, I don't get the, the hype around strip clubs. You know, on a more raunchier note, I, it's just, it's not for me. I mean, I'll go, but you know, it's just, it's like, it's, it's just one big tease. You know, you just go in there, spend a shit ton of money just to get teased. Instead of saying, let's go to the strip club. It's like, oh yeah, let's go get blue balls. Come out of the strip club, the four of us guys with a boner sticking out of our jeans walking down La Cienega Boulevard there. You know, what is the big commotion about strip clubs? I mean it. It's one big tease. You go in, you just spend a fortune just to get teased. You know, it's like going to the grocery store, gathering up all your groceries, heading to the cashier, paying for the groceries, but you don't get to take the groceries home. You know, it sounds crazy, but am I, am I wrong, Grace? Think about that. You pay for the groceries, you just don't get to take the groceries home and eat them. You know, it's like a server coming over to you at dinner. You order a bottle of wine. He does the little taste pour where he gives you a little drip, you taste it. And then he's supposed to pour the rest of the bottle. But you just taste it, and that's it. He takes the bottle and just walks away. You don't get to drink it. You get to taste it, but you don't get to you don't get to drink it. That seriously, that I think that's the best analogy for strip clubs. So me and my buddies are out the other night. Of course, Joey Coldcut says, "All right, let's go to the strip club." I said, "Why?" He goes, "Well, they just renovated the place. They just renovated the place. What? 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 They they added an addition onto the strip club? Is there?" They added a couple more stripper poles. What do you mean? They they renovated the place. I mean, Joe, that sounds ridiculous. What, they, they, they changed the, the color of the door from blue to red, so now we got to head on over to Slappers and spend $40 for a lap dance? You know, it's 1230 in the morning. 
The girl that's going to be jumping all up and down on me, I'm probably like her 16th guy she's been jumping up and down on in the night. But anyway, we went because they got these, um, and this is what sold me. They had a chicken strip deal going on. Yeah, some of these strip clubs have kitchens. And some of the food's not that bad. They were doing spicy chicken strips, which I thought was pretty neat. Isn't that nice? Spicy chicken strips. You get eight chicken strips for $2. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but I think that's about 25 cents a strip. Even Wendy's isn't, you know, giving out that type of bargain. I said, fuck it. Why not? Let's go. We go. Check out this renovation. We walk in. Place is a fucking, excuse my language, Grace, but a fucking dump. It was a disaster. So we walk in. There's only like eight people there. The the, the stripper to dude ratio was not a good one. I'll leave it at that. But all I wanted to know was where can I order these chicken strips? I was starved. So right when we walk in, one of the, the, the you know kind young ladies come over and sit on my lap. She said, what can I do for you tonight, sweetie? I said, well, I'm going to start with an order of these, uh, these chicken strips. She looks at me and she goes, what chicken strips? I said, oh boy, this is not a good sign. I said, well, you guys are doing a deal, believe it or not. Uh, I saw it on Groupon where you $2, eight chicken strips, a little side of ranch. I'll be good to go, ma'am. She looks at me, she goes, oh, shit, I didn't even know we had a kitchen. I said, oh, wow, I, I am really in, in for a treat with these chicken strips tonight. This is great. So she called somebody over, and she's kind of like the usher of the strip club. She gave us the menu. It's like a full fucking menu, you get this? Joey Coldcuts ordered, you ready for this? The fish of the day. <laughs> The strip, he ordered the strip club fish of the day. Is that not nauseating? Does that not just make you throw up in your mouth as you listen to the Brilliantly Dumb Show here today? I said, Joe, you got the fucking fish of the day? Are you, what, are you going to have a piece of bronzino here at the strip club? Just going to take down a whole fucking fish here? What, did they give you a little tray next to the stripper pole to hold the bronzino there? The fish of the day? You want the fish of the day? Go check out Betty Big Bangs flopping all around the stage right now. The fish of the day. Anyway, they brought these chicken strips out. They were terrible. They were so bad. I asked for a side of ranch. Now, one of the strippers ended up turning into my server. So she was kind of checking, seeing how the stripper, the, 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 the chicken strips were coming back and forth, seeing how I was doing. She forgot the ranch. So I asked her, I said, ma'am, can I just trouble you for uh, the side of ranch? She goes, sure, I'm just about to get called to the stage, though. Can it wait? She said, well, geez, how long are you going to be on the stage for? So I got to, she's up dancing. I got to wait for her to finish her dance, her pole dance. We're now calling Cassidy to the stage. Cassidy to the stage, please. I almost wanted to say, can you can you hold on? Cassidy's got to get my side of ranch. Waited 10 minutes for this thing. Meanwhile, Joey Coldcuts is chomping down on the fish of the day. My God. But yeah, it's just, you know, with that being said, Grace, strip clubs, they're just not for me. You know, you go to the ATM. 
If you want to take out $50 out of the ATM, you got to pay $50. You double down. I always feel like the owner of the strip clubs just looking in the cameras like, all right, we got another sucker here, Dave. Look at this. <laughs> Guy's doing a $60 ATM fee right now. It's just it's just one big ripoff, one big tease. And Grace, that is my stance on strip clubs. Moving on. I had a uh, I had a friend visit me, Grace, from Jersey. He was coming out to Los Angeles. I hadn't seen him in a long time. And he was older than me. He's five years older than me. He's 31. Real nice guy. He's a, he's a true Jersey, born and raised. It's just in the blood. Smacks down Taylor ham, egg, and cheeses like it's nobody's business. But I was really excited to see him, so he was coming to L.A. on work. We decided a day to go out. Getting ready to go out. I'm going to go pick him up. I said, all right, you ready to go? He gives me a call. Say, hey, what's going on? He said, quick question. Do you think uh, the restaurant will, will allow hemorrhoid pillows? I said, what? He said, yeah, hemorrhoid pillows. I got, I got, I got, a, I got a bad hemorrhoid. Now, I, I, I don't really know what hemorrhoid is. Apparently, it's, it's like a pain in your ass. <laughs> literally. Literally and figuratively, it's, it's, a, it's a pain in your ass. And I had heard of it. I just didn't really know what it was. So I said, Jake, that, that hemorrhoid, that doesn't sound like something you get at 31. That, that sounds like something that comes along when you're like 75. Do you, want me to, do you want me to check the website and see, you know, if there's anything against hemorrhoid pillows? I don't think I'm going to find anything, but I think you're okay on the hemorrhoid pillow. 